It's going down. Industry stories. B Woods hanging out with you, and of course, the grind is real out here in LA. And and everybody has like a different just kind of take on what what it takes to make it in LA. Whether you're doing like the radio grind, whether you're acting, and and everybody's story is just a little bit different. I think it's it's dope because. Um, everybody has their like expectations of what it's going to take to be, you know, to get to pop in, in, in Cali and especially Los Angeles specifically, because you do hear the pros, you do hear the cons, you do hear like, all right, the, I, I had to do a, B and C just to make it. And I think right now LA is in a space where, yeah, you can grind out and you can make things happen. Um, the most unique stories are definitely like actors that come to Los Angeles because, the first thing you think about when you when you think about L.A. is acting, right? You think about the film. You think about people coming from every part of America to just kind of come out here and, and get that Oscar. And and you hear the grind and you hear the, the overall, the ending stories, like with the big names. Um, but what's the real? What's that process actually like? And what's that grind actually like before you make it to, like, the tip top? And that's why I brought my boy Bryce on to talk about that, to talk about that hustle and talk about that grind. What's going on, family? What's up, brother? Good to be here, my man. Good to be here. Absolutely. And so um, tell me a little bit about your story, where you're from, and, and what brought you to L.A. Um, to pursue acting. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm from Ohio originally. Um, I got into acting a long time ago, but I, so I was always something that I knew I was coming to Los Angeles. But even that was a grind before the grind of actually being out here, you know. So, um, yeah, I decided to come move out here in January. Um, I had an interview set up, trying to get my stuff popping. I've uh, been taking meetings, doing all kinds of stuff, man. There's a whole bunch that goes into it, you know. Uh, well, uh, So the biggest thing is, like, you come to from Ohio to L.A., like, what was, like, your, what was the expectation of L.A.? And, and what was just, like, what you saw how true was the shit that you saw versus what you saw on tv and and what was that like right man i, I mean you know that it's gonna be busy and craziness when you get here but i mean that that, that turned out to a whole different scale when i actually got out here you know like it's, it's a lot more crazier than you'd expect but it's nice to see a bunch of people all on their grind doing the same thing man it's also inspirational at the same time just to be around that craziness too absolutely so like when you got out here like did you have a million dollars Oh, <laughs> were you were you balling out when you came out here? Like, what what's that like? Because I think the biggest thing is just like you come out here. I'm from LA, so I already know like the prices out here to live is just it's stupid, right? Like you paying thousands of dollars for like a box just to kind of stay in here, um, and then because to me, I think like the biggest, the real is like when you come out here. In order to focus on your shit, you have to. You have to figure out the nine to five hustle, the eat, the sleep, and and who do I know? And then once you can get past that portion of it, it's easier to focus on your grind. So, I mean, how how do you navigate through that? You know, coming here, what was your and how did you how how do you how do you sustain out here? Right, right, yeah. So I, I definitely was not balling or rich when I got out here. That's for damn sure, man. I came out here about six hundred bucks. A lot of it went toward gas. I drove across the country with everything in my car. Um, I got here. It was just mostly, you know, laying the stability, you know, laying some foundation, getting a job. I got, I got this cool job saving nature out here, man. 
um, for a little bit. That's a cool. That was my survival job. But it mean, man, it's just it's just the hustle. Everything's crazy expensive. I come from Ohio, where you know I was paying five fifty for a two bedroom apartment. You know, you got a two bedroom apartment here. You're paying over three G's. You know, guarantee. Right. Like, depend, especially depends on where you're at, because it gets even more. You know. Right. No. I. No. It's, it's like it's crazy to even hear that. Like five hundred is just like that's that's you know that's that's a, a night out out here. You know. And so, um, I would say like like for you. Um, I think like just kind of knowing your story a little bit, I think the biggest thing that you do, I think really well is the, the opportunities that you come up on just networking and talking to people and kind of just kind of navigating to know, like, how do you kind of distinguish, like, especially out here, everybody out here is doing something, right? So everybody here is a producer, an actor, they can make you like a million dollars in, in five seconds, right? That's just, that's what it is out here. For your personal experience, have you, what was like a story off top that, where somebody kind of fucked you on like, oh, I got it popping for you. And how do you now navigate to know like if somebody's either full of shit or they're on the level? Um, Yeah, man. So I, I signed with this one agent when I first got out here too. I'm, I'm not going to drop any names or nothing. But uh, I thought, you know, like it's kind of, you know, you're naive when you first come out here a little bit because you're thinking, you know, just I got to get signed with somebody. I got to do this. I got to do this. You know, so it's easy to fall in with the wrong people. But um, I mean, like networking wise, man. Um, I've met all kinds of people out here, and it's, it, it is. It's, I, it's, I feel like you just, you know, you give respect to everybody until it's, you know, felt the other way, and you know that respect's not there anymore. But you never know who's who, man. Like I've, I've had conversations with people that are millionaires out here. I've had conversations with people that are struggling. You know, I've, it's all kinds of life out here, man. Yeah, that's the biggest thing is just being able to. I would say just having a social personality because you never know who's who right the person that looks kind of right that's the thing about LA like the person that look raggedy can be holding the bag and the person that looks like they holding the bag could be like don't be broke as hell or it could be like the person that look raggedy is really raggedy as fuck and they don't got any money and they just they've wasted your time and you giving them like the benefit of 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 the doubt um one of the other things I think that is 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 crazy about like for me I know a lot of people that's acting out here, so I know it's, 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 it's tough, you know? And what I... Talk to me about, like, the fear of not having representation out here in Los Angeles and how real is that? Because what, what I've noticed is just that if you... I mean, everybody out here wants to work with talent that's established, obviously, but there's opportunities out here. Tell me from, like, the acting community, like, are people trying to... Was they trying to scare you to think that you wouldn't be able to pop off if you didn't have a certain level of reputation? Like, what's that? What, what was that like? Oh uh, yeah, of course, man. Everybody's gonna tell you. I mean, like this is. I mean, kind of think about it. You know, you're a fish in a big pond out here. You know, a big ocean. You know, right, right. you know. So uh, yeah, of course, you know, there's that fear. But I mean, those people are trying to instill it to you. Also, don't have necessarily the same work drive as everybody else too. Right. So I mean, a lot of people. I feel like they could get representation and do stuff, but, but like they're also not putting themselves out there to do that stuff. Um, so I mean, people, people, there's people want to work together out here, man. If you if you got the talent and you, you know, you've got the uh, skills to talk to people and stuff, I don't see why you can't take these meetings, why you can't be doing this stuff. Like, what do you do specifically to reach out and even navigate and even find folks to to mess with you on that level? Um, well, one, one, I, I, I like to be out in the city a lot. So, you know, I, I run into people all the time, like I said. Um, two, also, I like to try to network through email, um, through websites, you know, do my research on who I should be trying to be with and, you know, who I'm trying to uh, model my life and career kind of like. And, 
um, reach out to those people, man. Absolutely. And that's, that's, that's the biggest thing. I remember when I first started to get into the world of television and I had this uh, agent. I'm not going to say his name. I just got my Instagram story out of like years later, but I'm not going to say his name. So, but he was, I was like, we were pushing these projects to go, kind of go to networks. And um, he did take us to, to networks, but a lot of times with agencies out here, they're not really looking for you to pop off. They want to control the market as far as talent. So the most people that they have on their roster, they can send people to like the to these auditions. And it's almost like if you have enough people, then eventually somebody will hit and you'll get your, your commission from that. Right. So he was kind of navigating through that space. But the, the fuck shit was he was when we would take a meeting with the network like to try to get a, a, a television show on the air he would use us as like the appetizer like he would like throw us in a room allow us to pitch and then while we left he would pitch his real he would pitch his own projects so yeah so i found out i'm like oh so that's your hustle like you get you warm them up with us and then you try to knock them down with your real pro your real product so i mean like what's the biggest fuckery that you've dealt with with an agent out here uh i mean i, I feel like that happens a lot honestly but um you know that's I mean, oof, the biggest fucker I've had. Let me think. I, I can't. I honestly been pretty fortunate with people I've been doing business with, man. But um, I have heard some crazy stories, like horror stories, that made me even nervous about, you know, who to trust and stuff like. That. Like what? For an example, like give me like, what? What do you think was something that somebody told you? Uh, well, this like this. I was talking to this girl the other day because I was supposed to take a, a meeting with her agent actually. So I called her because I saw on IMDb that they were. Um, linked together and she was telling me that they uh, weren't like sending her out for anything and they had her locked into like a four-year contract um, that she couldn't go work with anybody else or anything else she's been getting all her own jobs um, but they're still taking money from her man <laughs> every single check you know that's insane that's what you got to look at that paperwork because the 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 industry out here just breeds off naive people even when you're in the business right because you know, you want to make sure that, like, even when you get an opportunity, I know even when I first started working in radio, I thought that, you know, because since I was working for a major company like Clear Channel iHeart, that I was getting, I, I was, just the fact that I was getting paid, I was, I was happy, right. you know, but they weren't paying me what I was worth. Right. And so it's not until you start knowing that, okay, damn, like, I should be getting paid a lot, a, a lot more. You don't really question it until it's like a I wouldn't say too late, but you 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 don't question it, and you need to question it, and you need to be skeptical, and you need to be out here really kind of looking and saying that okay, if this person ain't doing the business the way I need it to be done, then I can I can pretty much find somebody else. I mean, so that's that's kind of what I notice out here, but I, I notice that. It's, it's important that, you know, you, like you said, you use other outlets so that you can find people that's going to, like, really fuck with you. What's, like, your, right now, uh, what are you working on, and, and what's, like, your ultimate goal with the, with the acting being out here in L.A.? So, uh, right now, I just got myself set up with some good representation that I feel like is going to last me uh, with a good team. And then, but also, I've just been working on my craft, man. I feel like that's the number one thing you need to do is, you know, make sure that when you go on your auditions or when you are doing your stuff that you can bring your A game every single time and actually be the best actor that you could be. Mm -hmm. So that's mostly what I've been focusing on these days, just really trying to learn my craft the best I can because you can never learn too much. I heard this story about this girl the other day and she saw Meryl Streep in her class, man. 
if Meryl's still going to class out here, we all need to be going to class, you know? Damn right. Yeah, I ain't mad at it. Yeah, that's 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 amazing because, like, you got to keep that tool definitely sharp. And, and for you, like, you know, mentally, just to kind of, what do you do to kind of keep yourself up? Because, I mean, just on a personal, I know you told me at a certain point you were living out your car. And you you were you were grinding out here because but you knew at a certain point that, you know, I know what it takes and I know what my goal is. But in that moment, like when you were in that position, what what kept you going so that you could like really continue to pursue this shit and not having a tangible in your hand? Like what what, what was that drive? What was that? What were those moments like? It's just like, man, it was when I realized there's, this is exactly what I want to do with my life, man. You got you to gotta make yourself happy out here. You know, you got to do what is going to make you happy out here. You know, it's, it's not just going to come to you. So, I mean, if you got to go through some rainy days to get some sunny weather, man, I'm okay with that. That, that. That's mostly what it was for me, man. I just know that this is what I want to be here doing. I'm a lot, even, even with, you know, when I had to sleep in my car and stuff, I know I was waking up a lot more fortunate than other people out here in L.A. So, I mean, I'm knowing that I'm out here on, on a better path. And I actually got something in my mind that I do see. It doesn't have to be feasible because it's feasible up here. You know? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's dope. And I think that's important, too, because when you're in those situations, it's hard to just like everybody out here is flossing. This is like, damn, Bentley, Bentley, Lambo, Lambo, Lambo. I'm in my I'm in my car. Shit. You know, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really mental out here. It's mental. It's marketing. It's branding. And, and that's what it takes to um, that's what it takes to make it pop, man. So, like, absolutely so what's what's the the ultimate for you like what what what's in the next like year next few months like what if you could wave a magic wand and see bryce's career what are we looking at well you said in the next uh, few months or just in the in the next year or so like you know what if you could wave a magic wand, like what would what would your career look like and, and where do you see it going oh man if i'm just waving a magical wand we're, we're up there getting an oscar right yeah, now yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh oscar but i mean like you know i honestly just being like i said being the best actor i could be man uh making it and also i want this to be my steady job man like that's i think that's every actor's goal you know so but i mean obviously i want to be the best man yeah, <laughs> the best I, of the best absolutely absolutely and that's the thing too it's just like that consistency is is dope as hell man and i think your grind and your hustle and from what i'm seeing i definitely see that happening and and i think that your story is very much like it's it's prototypical but it's unique to you and i think the take from it for the most part is just basically making sure that okay stay on stay on your craft you know don't allow the setbacks to set you back and and being able to really uh, still pursue it keep a smile on your face and knowing that it's coming and that's and that's dope as hell man and and i think that um i think your story is you know is is inspirational and i think that it's important that you know it's be told so yeah my dude thank you so much yeah no doubt brother thanks for having me uh let's be great out here man it's gonna be good for both of us absolutely industry stories b woods and uh boy bryce uh what, what where they could catch you on the, the social media joint Catch me at, at Bryce C. Tip. Bryce C. T. I. P. P. That's me, man. Yeah, he ain't doing porno. It's just a <laughs> fucking weird Instagram name with tip on the motherfucker. All right, industry stories, holla back.